Hi friends, welcome to Level Up with Lori. This podcast is all about the ins and outs of building a six-figure network marketing business. I'm your host, Lori Urban, small business and network marketing coach. I teach women how to build businesses on their terms and around their busy lifestyles. I want them to fall in love with their business and to wake up every single morning with purpose. I am so excited that you tuned in today. So let's get started. Well, hey, 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 welcome back to Level Up with Lori. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I have a really awesome podcast in store for you. I sat down and I chatted with Cindy Walters today, and Cindy has been in the industry for over 25 years. She started out, I'm going to let her tell you the story, but I need to tell you that she started out by answering an ad in a newspaper um, when she was in her teens, and it all grew from there. She's been with three different companies. She says she's in her forever home now, but we talk about kind of pivoting, going from that in-home experience to doing everything solely online. Um, We talk about the value of a really strong mindset and how to make that a part of your daily practice. And I, I know I talk about this a lot and I know that it maybe sometimes I sound like a broken record, but it's because there's probably been nothing that has helped me more and helps me every single day inside my business and inside my life than the personal development piece. And I started out in my business a very different person than I am today. And <laughs> I mean, not to say that like I was this horrible human being seven years ago, but I didn't have that that strength and that confidence and I wasn't as positive as I am now. And that's kind of a work in progress. It's almost like our brains and our mindset is almost like going to the gym. It's something that you need to continually do and train at and always be working on because we can always be better. And your business is so closely aligned to your life that Whatever you are doing inside your personal life, that is going to show up inside your business as well. So if you're consuming negative material, if you are going down the rabbit hole in so many negative ways inside your life, I promise you that that will will mirror itself inside your business. Whereas if you are working on growing yourself as a human, if you are working on being better and giving back and, and having a life where you serve other people and you just lead it from a place of love and you work on that every single day and you show up as that human, that that is what's going to mirror inside your business as well and in so many miraculous ways. And I, I wouldn't have been a believer and I wouldn't have been somebody that said that to you seven years ago, but I'm standing here today, maybe a little bit on my pedestal, but I'm trying not to be just telling you to give it a try and see what kind of an impact this can have in your life. And the other kind of topic Cindy and I dig into, and I'll chat a little bit about this after you have listened to the episode, is a why. And I know likely when you started out this business, somebody probably told you somewhere or other that you need a strong why. And I'm sure you've heard it over here and over there. And maybe you have a strong why. Maybe you have something that gets you out of bed every day and forces you to kind of do all the things that you need to do in order to find success. But if you do not, this podcast is going to help you fine tune that why and hopefully help you dig deep and figure out what that why is. Because when you know, when, when you are attached to it, that is when you are going to 
escalate your business, take it to the next level because it's going to mean more to you. The outcome uh, and the results are going to have so much more of an impact when you know what that why is. So before, before I spoil all of the secrets and all of the good tidbits inside this episode, let me just let you listen to it and we will chat afterwards. So enjoy. Well, thank you so much for being on this call with us today, Cindy. I'm so excited to kind of hear your story. I know that you've had a lot of experience in network marketing, a couple different companies, which is incredible. I love that you started out um, kind of being in person and now growing an online business. So I cannot wait to dig into some of that with you today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and hope I can really help your audience. Oh, I'm sure you can. Um, okay, so I'm just going to start with a couple fun icebreaker questions, get to know each other a little bit more. Um, if you could have any talent, what would it be? Mm, I, I love to sing and it, it is a talent of mine. I'm not as good as I'd like to be. So I would love to really be able to play the piano and, and sing. Oh, I always say that I was like a born performer without any talent in anything. <laughs> so I cannot sing, I cannot dance, but like I was, I was meant to do those things somehow. I just wish that like, I, I know people can learn to sing, but not when they sing like I do when they start. Oh, I'm sure someone could work with you on that. <laughs> it might take a lot of work. Um, okay, what was the last thing that you bought online? Gifts, gifts. I'm going through a yoga certification to become a certified yoga instructor. I've been doing yoga for seven years. And so um, I have some friends doing it with me. My daughter, my oldest daughter is actually one of the teachers training us. Really? And so I got on Etsy and bought personalized gifts for my friends that are doing the training with me. I love that. What kind of gifts did you get them? Um, really cool yogi bracelets and they're personalized with their initial on them. Isn't Etsy just incredible? I love it. I like you love can it. find everything on there. And I just love that it's all these talented people all over the place that are now connected. Yep. And you're supporting online business, which is what we do. So exactly. And it, it's like the next best thing to supporting local. Absolutely. Which I feel like is a really good segue um, into chatting more about how you got started in network marketing and like why, what was, what's your journey been like? Tell us more. Sure. So it really goes back. I'll, I'll be 52 next month. And I answered an ad when I was 19. I, I paid my own way um, through life. So very young, I was babysitting at age 11 for even newborn babies, um, babysitting all the neighbor kids. And at 16, I was responsible for gas, insurance for a car. I actually had my own phone bill, um, lived in a little tiny, tiny house, but I had to have my own phone line so I didn't tie up the, the house phone. And I'm an only child too, by the way. Um, and so I just learned at a young age that um, I had a very strong work ethic and I would do what I needed to do so that I could break out of the mold and, and go to college. And so I answered an ad. I was already waitressing and babysitting and um, doing all these things. And I saw this ad in the newspaper, not having a clue what it was. And here it was um, a direct selling company to sell crystal. And I'm like, sure, I'll give it a try. I had no idea, no experience. I was definitely not confident at that time, but I kind of liked it. And I um, basically just got a bunch of it at a discount. And I thought, well, this will be great. When I get married one day, I'll, I'll have all this <laughs> beautiful crystal. 
And so then I put it on the back burner. I, I got put, made my way through college, um, paid my own way through. It took quite a while. I met my husband. Uh, we got married. We moved. And, um, and then we moved again, and we decided to start having a family. And someone in my neighborhood said, you'd be really good at direct sales. And they introduced me to another company. They're like, you should do this. So I'm like, okay, because I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. So I thought, yeah, that'll be extra money. Um, I'm not someone that like I I kind of I kind of act and do things and figure things out along the way. I'm not someone that has to dot all the I's and cross all the T's, and that can be a benefit and it can be a, a flaw sometimes too. And so I did that for ten years, and it was great. I it was mainly parties in in other women's homes, so it got me out of the house. I had four kids in seven years, so I was a very busy stay at home mom. And it allowed me to get out in the evenings, be around adults, be around women. I loved it. And then someone from that company introduced me to my next one. And then finally, I started to have some success. So, I mean, I, I probably had 11, almost 12 years experience before I had any success at all. And then finally, I did with that company. I learned about personal development and growth. I, I earned incentive trips. And I got to the point where in four years, I was one of the top 26 leaders in the company. Wow. And so I was traveling and got to take my husband with me. And it really became more of a, a business instead of a hobby at that point. But it took me a long time. How did you do that long to like find that success? What do you think? Was it the changing companies? Was it doing it a bit of a different way? Was it mindset? Like, what was it? It was all of that. It was <laughs> the right, the, a different product line that I could be a little more excited about. Um, it was the company and it was the mindset. I really, I really needed to do a lot of personal development in, in order to have confidence in this business. So more than a normal person, um, I didn't have people believing in me and, you know, helping me along the way, encouraging me. So I'm very self-taught. So that took, that took a long, long time. Some people come with all of that. They come and they, they're new and they've got that. And their learning curve is a lot shorter than mine. Mine was longer than the average person. And then, um, and it, it was, you know, it was kind of a combination of all that. Plus I started treating it like a business. You know, I treated it like a hobby for many, many years, which it really was. But then the light bulb went off. And, and when you hear people say, treat it like a hobby, it'll pay you like a hobby. Treat it like a business, it'll pay you like a business. That's true. So that's when I found success. And then it was about eight, a little over eight years ago, I got to the point where my kids were getting older. They were playing varsity sports. I did not want to be doing home parties, lugging products in my minivan to people's houses anymore. I kind of was done with that after 20 years. So then I looked for an online opportunity where I didn't have to do that anymore. And so I switched companies eight years ago. And then I was immediately successful because I had 20 years of failing and, you know, learning and growing and all of that. So, you know, people saw me and they thought I was an immediate overnight success. And I'm like, oh yeah, if you want to count the last 20 years, I'm an overnight success. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. So you had to probably change a lot of what you were doing, right? Like to go from doing everything in person, almost everything probably to pivoting and being online. Like what was that experience like? Very, very different, um, but I have to say I have loved it. And I still have belly-to-belly -belly communication with people. I still do events. I still, um, I still, I do go into people's homes occasionally, yeah. but um, it's very different. Most of what I do is via Zoom. We use Zoom all the time. So I can one-on-one -on -one meet with clients anywhere in multiple countries. Um, 
it's just been amazing. It was a lot of changing and, and pivoting though, for sure. Um, reaching out to strangers, which I never did before. Before it was just, you know, word of mouth. If I did a party in your home and you had fun with me, you might have friends that came and then they wanted to do a party with me. Very, very different. So now I'm, you know, reaching out on LinkedIn and finding complete strangers doing 15 minute discovery calls with them. I mean, it's, it's been very, very different, but challenging, rewarding, and, you know, it's really led to great success in the, in the industry. So I, I, I have no regrets at all. Not even that it took me that long to find success. No regrets at all. No. And I don't think we can, like, there's no time limit on success. Right. And I think that that's what a lot of people get really caught up in like that, that time factor when really there is no time limit on anything that we're doing in life. It's just, you're going to get where you're going to get. And it's just all a part of the journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you were talking to somebody that was predominantly in home and they were thinking to themselves, you know what, I need to layer in this online aspect. Like what would be some tips and like tricks that you would share with them? Like, how do you recreate that? Like you I like the belly to belly. I've never heard it called that before. I love that. I wrote it down. <laughs> if you had to re recreate that belly to belly experience through a computer, how do you do that? So in the very beginning, what I always tell people if they're, if they're interested, you know, I get a lot of um, moms that want to stay home that, that come to me. Um, you know, now my business has men in it, but for 20 years, it was really just women that I worked with. Um, so I get a lot of people and I say, do your research because that's what I did. It, it took me a month to find the company that I, I left my last business for. Now, this is my forever home. Um, I've been with them, them for eight years now, but it took me a month and I spent a ton of time researching. What I would tell people is you have to have a product line that you're passionate about. You cannot, you cannot, um, talk yourself into getting on LinkedIn, reaching out to strangers and doing 15 minute discovery calls for a product that you're not passionate about. So make sure it's something that really is a good fit for you. Um, then it would be research the company, make sure that they have the integrity that, that you have. Like for me, I wanted a company that gave back, that was very generous and um, did a lot of charitable um, contributions. And that was important to me. So whatever it is for you, like I got online and I watched videos of company conferences from years ago and I stalked the owners of the company. I mean, I did my homework. So I would tell anybody that's interested in looking, do your due diligence. Don't just you know, yes, I, I said yes, answering an ad, not knowing what I was doing, but that was when I wasn't taking it seriously. Now to people that are really looking for something, I'm like, there's a lot of great companies out there. Uh, mine is not the only great company. There's a lot of great companies out there. Find what you love, what you're passionate about, that you can really um, you see yourself making a difference in other people's lives, having a product um, that's consumable helps, um, having a product that impacts people's lives and makes a difference for people helps finding that, finding the company, finding that great fit for you, that that's what'll make the difference. It's so true. And I say that to people all the time. Like it's, there's tons of good, great companies out there. There's tons of incredible products out there. You have to love them though. That's yeah. the number one thing. Cause yeah. if you're going to like share something, it, it, it's only, it had that, that sharing has to be genuine, has to be authentic. And right. it will be if you're not really in love with it. Right. Um, I had, oh my goodness, I totally had something and I forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, I need to write these down as we're like, <laughs> you and I chatted beforehand about mindset and I'd love to dig into that a little bit with you because it sounds like you've gone through 
quite a transformation in terms of mindset. And if anybody's just kind of starting out on that journey, where do you start? Oh, that's a good one. Books and podcasts. You know, I, I am a big reader. I, I have some books here, like I'm a huge John Maxwell fan. So I've got a little bit of John Maxwell, several books on a shelf here, all my kind of favorite go-tos right next to me here. Then downstairs, I have this huge bookshelf that I lend books out to my, um, to my team. Books, um, podcasts, find what you love to listen to. You know, I've listened to everything. Sometimes I'm just feeling blue and blah, and I'll just go to YouTube and I'll type in motivation so much free training there, but it really is important what you put in. Um, you know, long ago, I stopped watching TV to be quite honest with you. Um, you know, I just, it, it was not moving my life and my business forward. So I stopped watching TV and, and at that time that I would spend doing that, I put into myself. So really figuring out, you know, where, what am I good at? Where do I need help? And for me, I really needed that personal development and growth. So I've, I followed Tony Robbins. Um, I actually partnered with a company from a master trainer of his that went on to do their own personal development company. And I'm, I'm you know, a partnered with them now. And we actually offer mindset programs to people for all kinds of things that people struggle with. It could be um, relationships. It could be their money mindset. It could be their health. It could be a number of things, but finding programs, listening to podcasts, um, all the free uh, information you can find online, you, you got to start somewhere. So I always tell people, try to put in your calendar 20 to 30 minutes per day for personal development. Find someone that speaks to you. You know, not everybody loves Tony Robbins. So if he's not for you, find someone else. There's a lot of really great, great mentors out there that can be free mentors for you. You don't even have to pay. Now I've paid, I've hired coaches, I've done all of that. But if you're brand new and you're in the beginning of your journey and you can't quite afford that, there's a ton of free value for you right on, right on the website. Totally agree. Like I, um, my, I always say that my best um, subscription that I have is my Audible subscription because I live for, I, I like to read too, but I more prefer to read for pleasure and like to kind of settle myself. Whereas if I start reading like a business development book, that does not settle me, right? Like my brain starts turning, oh, yeah. I start writing down notes. That is not conducive to falling asleep at night. <laughs> exactly. But I love listening because I feel like there's so much idle time in our lives. Like there's the driving in the car from one place to another. There's when you're cleaning the house or going for a walk or exercise. And all of that time could be spent like filling our brains full of incredible things. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you mentioned a couple different like endeavors that it seems like that you have layered into your network marketing business. And it's funny because I feel like this conversation keeps coming up with me and a lot of different entrepreneurs. And it's interesting how network marketing almost becomes this base that fuels so many of our other passions. So I would love to hear kind of what you're building. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just focused on my network marketing business for, for many years. And a couple of years ago, I, I love my gifting is mentoring people. So um, I love nothing more than to find someone that really, really wants to learn how to be successful and mentoring them. So I figured out what I love doing, 
what I don't love doing. I've really done some great jobs delegating. My husband is, is a partner with me in my business. He took over all of the stuff that I really don't love. He actually enjoys doing. He does payroll. He does the accounting, the taxes, all that stuff. So Ooh. it freed me up. Does he take to... on multiple wives? That's... No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm so thankful because that stuff stressed me out. It did not bring me joy. I was not good at it. So I've really figured out I do best when I'm working in, in the areas that I love and I'm passionate about and that I'm good at. And so I stopped trying to be good at those things because that was not going anywhere and it was stressful. So what I've figured out as I mentor people and I, I, I just got to the point where mindset is everything and people needed more than just coaching on network marketing skills. Um, they needed more on learning about the products and, and being taught the, you know, about the products and the company and the compensation plan. And so mindset was so huge for me and so transformational for me. That's why I decided to partner with this other company so that I could be a certified mindset coach to help my clients. So it's not like I'm doing all kinds of separate things, taking me away from my network marketing business. I did it for my network marketing business. It fuels into your network marketing business. Absolutely. And I'm able to help more people on a bigger scale because I do help and mentor people that aren't necessarily on my team now. So I was able to kind of branch out a little bit more in that, in that arena. But the reason I did it was because I just felt like my clients needed help with their mindset. My business builders needed help with their mindset. And it, it was really a great investment of my time, of my money and of my efforts because it's, you know, yielded great results. That's amazing. I love how one thing, I love how it doesn't have to be either or. And I think a lot of times people get really worried that like if they listen to a bigger calling that they have in their lives, that they'll have to step away from everything else that they've built. But really, it's just a stepping stone in a lot of ways, right? And I, I mean, I see so many top leaders that don't just do one thing anymore. They kind of, like you said, they use their network marketing income to be a vehicle to do a lot of other things. Um, we've, we've um, you know, we have a charity within our company that, that we donate to, but we've actually um, have our own little uh, fund now that we decide where we want to contribute money to. So that, that's a passion of mine that, you know, I can, I can take on and, and do more nonprofit work too. So it's great. And then, um, you know, my faith is a huge part of who I am. And um, I'm going to be um, doing a field advisory uh, committee on a new thing that's going to be announced. You might be very interested and in. I'll give you details after it, it comes out. I think it's going to be out to all network marketers in September, but um, to help the Christian entrepreneur and the Christian network marketer. And so I'm very excited about that. So that's going to be, you know, um, uh, giving of my time because I'm able to do that because of the income I've been able to amass with my network marketing business. I wouldn't have been able to do this 10 years ago. And that is exactly it is that this, these businesses are just such amazing vehicles for so many other things. And the, I, it's interesting that you mentioned the charity um, because that has been something that I keep going back and forth in my brain is I want to help women in some, in some way that are not able to start a business or it's just something, like it's just, you know, when those ideas start rattling and growing inside of you and you know that it will come out eventually, I'm not there yet, but, um, how incredible is it to be able to do these things? And I say that all the time, like I would not be able to donate to as many charities as I, I am able to, I wouldn't be able to give my time as freely if 
I didn't have this incredible business and it's Amen. a gift. Yeah. And you know, one of the things I, I was, I'm most proud of, and I know you didn't ask this question, but I think this will help your listeners. Um, one of the biggest gifts I've been able to give is my, my family. Um, you know, we have four adult kids now from 18 to 25. My son does this full time with me. His girlfriend does this full time with me, a full time family. Um, their kids will never have to go anywhere to be babysat or in daycare. They're going to be able to stay home. I like, oh, what a gift. But my husband, his dad was diagnosed with a terminal cancer. And because of my income and because of the success that we've had, he was able to step away from his full-time job and be the primary caregiver to his father for a whole entire year. And it was such a blessing. He works very part-time for his company. He hasn't quite, um, he, he hasn't really quit yet, but he is more like a consulting for them and mm -hmm. has such time freedom. And I've been able to give him the, the gift of peace, the gift of time because he didn't have to worry about getting fired or not having income coming in because I was like, I've got you, I've, I've got this. Mm -hmm. And that was the biggest gift. Like I've done so many wonderful things, but to be able to give my, my husband who allowed me to stay home and raise my babies for mm -hmm. all those years where I wasn't profitable uh, is such a, it's such a gift. And I, I, I really think that more people need to understand that this is so much more than whatever product you're selling in your company. Um, you have you have a gift that can change people's lives. Mm -hmm. And let's end off with a piece of advice because I hear women talking about this all the time, how their biggest goal is to retire their husband. And honestly, Wayne and I have a joke. I keep saying, when are you coming to work for me? And he's like, I'm never working for you. <laughs> I don't know whether like I'd be the worst boss or whatever, but like he's a teacher and he is one of those people that should absolutely be a teacher, but, and I know, I'm sure one day he'll have the decision to do what he wants to do, but I know there's a lot of women where their husbands are in jobs that they don't love and their main goal is to retire their husband, but they're not there yet. And so if you had to give them some pieces of advice on how to close that gap so they can push themselves that next bit of the way to get themselves there, like what would that advice look like? Well, if that's their why, that needs to be front and center. And your why does change over time. When I first started this, because college was so hard for me, because I had to pay my own way, my first goal was just to save money in my kids' college funds so that they didn't have to pay student loan debt till they were 30. That was my first why. The next why was retiring my husband. He gave his two-week notice five years ago. Actually, I think we're going on six years now five, five and a half years ago. Five flies. Um, and he, he, do, he doesn't need to work, to be honest with you. He doesn't need to, but he, he still gets health insurance. Uh, we still have a company car. We've got four kids, two, two in college. So it just makes sense that he's not stressed out at work and he can still be a huge part of my business. It's like the best of both worlds right now. So we're just kind of enjoying that. But um, that was my why for a long time. So let me tell you, I had pictures on my vision board of um, you know, what that would look like. And my, my husband doesn't want me to say retiring him because he wants to be my partner. So he's still going to work. So for me, it was just giving him the choice that when he's ready, he can, he can walk away. So whatever that looks like for you, for us, it's travel. For us, it's, you know, being able to, we have one kid on each coast now. So it's like being able to go see them wherever, whenever we want, being able to go to different countries that we've wanted to travel to, whatever it is for you. If it's bringing your husband home, get a, get a picture of him 
with his tie and a, pa a pair of scissors and keep it on your desk. Put it in your bathroom mirror, where, wherever you are, in your car, and keep it front and center. Your why is what fuels you. And so many people, the mistake they make is their why is not big enough. And therefore, they get a no or some discouragement and they quit. If your why is to retire your husband and that's on your mind all the time and you've got pictures everywhere of all the things you're going to do together when you can retire him, that will give you the energy that you need to do the work you have to do in order to be successful. And let's just be clear. This is not an easy industry. It, it requires a lot of time, a lot of grit. It requires you being able to um, accept some rejection. Um, I don't know if you talk about Eric Ori and GoPro much on your podcast, but um, that's a book I recommend to everybody. You will have to hit some no's. There will be people that unfollow you that just don't get what you do. And I always tell people, you have to know that's coming because if you don't and it shocks you, you'll, you'll, you'll quit. But if your why is big enough, you can handle any no, you can handle any rejection that you face because you know there's people that are praying for you to help them. And that's what I always encourage people that I'm working with. Know that there are people that are praying for your products, that are praying for your business opportunity, that need what you have to offer. They need that precious gift. Give it to them. Make your why front and center. That vision is so, so critical. Put your time in with personal development every single day, 20 to 30 minutes, non-negotiable. Go to your conferences, go to your events, work with your upline, learn, 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 grow. No, it's not a straight shot to the top. It takes a lot of work and a lot of determination. But let me tell you, when you get there, there is nothing more rewarding, nothing more fulfilling. When you make a difference in someone else's life and you get a thank you note or a gift in the mail, it just makes you cry because you know you've played a very small part in helping someone in their lives. And it's the most fulfilling thing in the world. And I couldn't say enough about the industry of network marketing. It's been such a life-changing experience for myself, my family, but so many people I know in so many different companies too. It's so, 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 so true. And I think if when we hold tight to that why and when it's ingrained in us, we do the things we don't really want to do every day. And people are always looking at people thinking they must be more motivated than I am or they must be uh, more inspired. But really, these successful people are not any more motivated than the other people. They just, they know what they got to do. They hold tight to their why and they do the things even when they do not want to. Amen. Even when it's so much easier not to. Amen. <laughs> and that happens like, I don't know, like that happens multiple times a week. You don't wake up being like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I let, get, get up and I'm happy about my life. But there's definitely days where it would be easier to not watch my kids and my husband playing out in the backyard while I'm in my office working. Um, so it's such a gift to have a strong why. Absolutely. So how do you find your why? This is going to be our last question, and this is going to be how we wrap it up. But if you are not, if you're sitting here thinking, okay, I, I don't know. I don't really want to retire my husband. I'm pretty okay in my nine to five job with this side, side hustle, and I'm not really sure why I even do this. How do you find that why? I've become a professional question asker when I have someone like that. You know, what, what drew them to the, to the business to begin with? And I'll just ask questions. What, why are you here? You know, what, what drew you to this business? And then finding out what they're passionate about. Sometimes people lose their whys. I find it a lot with moms. Um, you know, we're so wrapped up in caring for our children, our families, our homes, that sometimes we lose our way. We lose our why. So it's what are you passionate about? 
um, is travel something that that you want to do in your life and experience? You know, what 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 is it that brings you more joy than anything else? I just start asking a ton of questions. And then when they start talking, I'm like, oh, so you might tell me travel is something that you want, you really want to do. You've never been able to travel anywhere. You've never gone out of the country. Where would you like to go? And I get them dreaming and, and really visualizing what they want to do. So it's really learning to ask questions, to dig deep, to figure out what fuels people, what gets them excited, what are they passionate about, where do they want to serve. I, and it's all about other people. So, you know, sometimes people can't dream big because they think they're being selfish if they, if they do that. And I'm like, what would you do if you could earn a six-figure income for other people? If, if you don't need this, if you're comfortable and you're happy, what could that mean for your family? What, what could that extra income, $500 a month, what could, that, what could that mean for your family? And I ask a million questions until I figure it out. And then, then we have that breakthrough moment. And then we figure out, okay, now we know what you're excited about, what you're passionate about, what your why is. And then we kind of reverse engineer it, figure out how much money they need to earn a year in order to make that happen. And then figure out how much they need to do and, and produce each week in order to, to achieve their goals. And we kind of, you know, backpedal, but it's just asking the right questions and figuring it all out and, and keeping people focused on their why when they get discouraged, because not every day, like you said, do you wake up, let's go, you know, you've got to, you've got to figure that out. And when you have a why that's strong enough, if you don't feel it one day, you're still going to get on the phone. You're going to make the calls. You're going to do your daily, we call them DMOs, daily method of operations. You're going to, you know, send your messages and do your work because you know you have to in order to achieve your goals. That is just so incredible and so true. So I feel like the listeners here, start asking yourselves those questions, right? Pull out a piece of paper and just start writing down everything that matters to you and everything you would like to see in your life. If if dreaming wasn't like if dreaming was allowed, right? Like if we allowed ourselves to really like envision the life that we want, because some of us I think are too afraid of thinking that we want to do all this traveling. We think it's indulgent to think of having a house it, somewhere else is a, a, on top of the house that you have or whatever it is. But I like the um, notion of also thinking, what would you do for other people? Because I think it's easy for me to think, well, I'd like to pay for my children to go to school so they don't have to live in debt for 30 years because that doesn't feel self-indulgent. That right. feels like I'm giving. Right. And so maybe start with that and work around to yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, my biggest quote that I live my you know, life by is a Zig Ziglar quote. When you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. And that's how it works. You know, this is, this is an industry where if you have a servant's heart and you want to serve and help other people, your goals are going to happen by default. You will achieve your financial success. If travel is something that you dream of, it will happen for you mm -hmm. because you're focused on helping other people achieve their goals. You will achieve yours. I love that. And that is like the absolute perfect spot to end. I was literally jotting that down as we were, I've heard it before, but now I want to remember and put it somewhere that I think of that. So thank you so much for this call. Um, where can people find you if they want to uh, follow you? Oh, absolutely. My website's probably the best place. I'm all over Facebook, Instagram, all of that. But if I send you to my website, it's www.cindywalter.com and it's spelled a little different, C-Y-N-D-I-W-A-L-T-E-R. Um, and there, I think I have my links to all my social media platforms. You do, I'm pretty well. sure I did yeah. some walking as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I, I hope that I was able to inspire your listeners. Um, I truly, truly believe there is no better industry 
history than network marketing. And, you know, you find the right company, you find the right leaders and you show up and you become the leader you want to attract into your business and you do the work on yourself. You can really have a lot of success in this industry. Well, I'm 100% certain that you did inspire them because you certainly inspired me. So thank you again. Thank you. And we are back and with another piece of homework for you guys. Do you love how when I do these interviews, we always come out the other side with like something that we can like dig into and work on in our side of ourselves? I don't know. Maybe it's the teacher inside of me that drives me to always want to be building and learning and growing, but I want that for you too. So I want you to press pause on this episode right now. Ready, set, pause, 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 pause. And I want you to... Oh, I guess I should have told you what I want you to do before you press pause, but I want you to go grab a piece of paper and a pen. All right, I'm waiting for you to press pause. Okay, and we're back. On that piece of paper and that pen, and with that pen, I want you to write what your why is. And I want you to see how easily that comes to you. And I want you to think about how deeply you feel that why. How strong is that why for you? And if you don't know what it is, I want you to take some of Cindy's pieces of advice. She said, you know what, if you had all of the money in the world, what would you do for other people? How would you serve other people? And that could be your children, that could be your extended family. It could be a lot of, for instance, for me, I want to be able to set my children's lives up the same way that my parents really helped me. And they paid for all of my schooling. And I want to be able to do that for them too. And I want to be able to be able to support whatever they're, and guys, I'm not talking about a free ride here. I expect my children to learn a really big work ethic. And that's a topic for another time. But Another thing that I want to be able to do is help both my mother-in-law and my parents should they ever need it. And that could look like financial support, that could look like whatever it looks like. That I want to be in a position that when something comes up in my world, in my universe, that I can step up to the plate for those people that I love. And so if that's something that you see being your why, you want to retire your husband, I I've, I kind of talked and, and joked about it inside the episode, but Wayne says, it doesn't matter what I do. He's never going to work for me. <laughs> and so I, I one day I just probed him and said, okay, well, if you didn't need that paycheck, what is it that you would do? What could be your bigger purpose in life? And Wayne, for those of you that don't know him and He's just this incredible human being. He's got he's got the biggest heart. He he's one of those people that you are better if you know him. And so I just see all of the potential and all the good things he could do in the world. And I know that he does do that inside of teaching and I know that he impacts so many kids' lives and their families' lives for the better, but I also see that one day he may have a bigger purpose than that and I hope that when that day comes that I can be there and support him during that journey and that my financial success through my network marketing business can be that kind of solidifying rock. So I want you to take some time and I would even encourage you to head on over to Pinterest. I know I always got to go back to Pinterest, but like I have a vision board on Pinterest for every single year and those images mean something to me. And I wrote the notes down while I was listening to this episode. I wrote print out those pictures and instead of having all these cute little quotes in my office, put those into frames because I can tell you that well, I won't go into what those driving forces are for me. You're going to need to reach out and ask me if you want to know, and I'll tell you, but you've got to tell me some of yours as well. Um, and so I'm going to put those into frames sometime in the next couple of weeks. i got to get them printed. Um, 
to remind me every single day what I'm working for. Because trust me, guys, even though I absolutely love what I do more than I ever could have imagined loving a job, it's still hard some days to do the things that I don't want to do. And feeling really sturdy inside that why, um, that's really, really important. And I also loved how Cindy talked about all of the other things that can go alongside of having your network marketing um, company as your vehicle. Things from doing charity work and building organizations like that. Things like starting other businesses that can fuel and funnel things that also develop inside your network marketing business. Um, If you want to learn more about Cindy, she gave us her website inside the episode, but I'll give it to you again. It's cindywalters.com and her name is C-Y-N-D-I-W-A-L-T-E-R-S. So Cindy is spelled a little bit differently. I actually love the spelling of her name. Um, And you can go find out some of her incredible, like, endeavors and I definitely spent some time on her website and she is a remarkable woman and she had so many wise words for us today and not and the bottom line is I love that she also is a network marketer out there that is building something alongside of her network marketing business and I love that she proves that these things can go hand in hand it's not one or the other your network marketing business, it is a vehicle to get anywhere you want in life. And I want you to like rewind and play that again. Your network marketing business is a vehicle to do and get anything that you want out of your life and let it be that and fall in love with it and fall in love with the journey and um, stay true to your why and have a strong why. Know that why is going to change. I love that hers was a stepping stone. She wanted to pay for her children to go to schooling. Then she wanted to retire her husband. And there were different um, kind of levels that she got to celebrate along the way inside of her own journey. So I feel like now I have talked almost as long as the entire episode, but I guess I was just a little bit motivated after that episode. And I had so much fun talking to Cindy and there's just so much good stuff that I hope that you got out. I got as much of the out of the episode as I did in recording it. So you guys have an incredible day. I will see you next week. Uh, same bat time, same bat time. I need to come up with a new saying. So I need you to also message me. How should I end each episode? What should be my saying? We, I would love to say we are better together and stronger together. So let's keep working and collaborating together. But it needs a better little bit of a ring to it. So until then, same bad time, same bad channel. I'll talk with you next week. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you got a few takeaways and feel energized to get out there and take on the world. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would hop on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Or if you are on Facebook, join me in my Facebook group, Level Up With Lori Inner Circle. Or tag me on Instagram at This Is Life With Lori and I will be sure to give you a shout out. Until next week, my friends.